0: Welcome to the next episode of the World Hoops Podcast. World Hoops is a basketball organization that uses the great game of basketball to reach out and serve communities around the world. We hope you enjoy this episode. In this episode of the World Hoops Podcast, we get to talk about the fast, new-growing sport of FIBA 3-on-3 basketball. We get an opportunity to talk with the, the MVP of the World Tour Finals, And on the championship team, Yasmin Herzegovic from Team Jubljana from Slovenia. Hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, I'm here with the 2016 FIBA 3-on-3 World Tour Finals MVP, uh, Yasmin Herzegovic. You are. All right, that's good. Good enough. (laughs) Hi, guys. So, my first question is, what was your playing career before 3-on-3?
1: I started to play professionally when I was 17. I came to Slovenia in 1994. Uh, I was 17 years old and I started to play 1st Slovenian Division when I was 17 years old. And I played 1st Division Mm -hmm. since I was 27. So for 10 years I played first division in Slovenia. And then I was so in love that I threw basketball away for two years. (laughs) I started to work as civil engineer. Of course, I never stopped practicing and playing with the guys, with friends and stuff like this. But I couldn't, uh, couldn't uh, uh, be without basketball on some professional level. So I, again, Started to play, but this time second division because uh, working and uh, playing first division was just uh, impossible to do because of practicing twice a day and uh, because of the time, of course. But in a way, I mean, three on three basketball was. Uh, I will send you uh, my or also presentation. There is a story. The story goes like this because. Me and Kunz, my teammate, we had the same manager for 5-on-5, and his uh, wish was that we play for him 3-on-3 competition in Slovenia, because Slovenia has this national championship 3-on-3 since 2004, and in 2010, he didn't want to take his share from our uh, contracts, he just wanted from us to play for his team three on three national championship, and that's mm. how we started. This is pretty much, in a short way, my story. In, in
0: 2004, you start is when you you really started taking three on three seriously. Slovenian
1: no, Slovenian championship started in
0: 2004. Okay. And Kuntz we started in 2010, but every summer
1: between the between the seasons. Everybody is playing three on three outside. You know, everybody playing basketball. It was always three
0: on three. See that—that's what I remember when I was a kid, um, growing up in the U.S. Uh, there's a, a number of different three on three companies, and and as a kid, you know, we tried to get into three on three tournaments every weekend. Every weekend was a different three on three tournament, but it was never, it was never something that was serious. It was always something that if you if you win, you're going to get a trophy. But there was never any. Um, real big cash prizes. So, in is, is Slovenia, was it sounds like it was a little bit more professional. It sounds like there are some cash prizes tied to it.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. They, started, they, started, they started, they started, as I said, in 2004. Uh, but anyway, when you are playing first division, when you are professional players, even still, in, in some heads, is that three and three, you know, like a, like a summer, summer, uh, uh, recreation thing, you know, and, uh, when you start playing it, you're immediately low. I, I don't know any player that started to play three on three, especially now because you also have practices with a lot of guys that are playing uh, first division that also played for national team. They are practicing with us because you need really good, uh, partners on practice in order to have care- best level possible and when they play they all everybody saying and this is so great to play you know and uh, you're just I mean 3-on-3 three three was always for your heart for your soul you it was always so joyful because on a professional level you have you have coaches you have you know it's more demanding in order it's more there is more pressure because everything is so personalized uh, you know relationships between club players, you know how it is. But three on three because you are depending on yourself, it's more joyful, especially if you have results as we do. So I wouldn't I wouldn't replace three on three for five on five. Never.
0: In Slovenia before before FIBA had their professional where they started this professional three on three circuit do you feel like, was Slovenia one of the driving forces in, in making this uh, a very popular professional sport?
1: I, I will say like this. Yes, Slovenia, in Slovenia was the first FIBA international tournament 3-on-3. Three three. That was 2011. Uh, and uh, Moscow, oh, Moscow challengers, now it's challengers. In, the, in that time, Moscow was the best possible tournament for three on three in the world, definitely, uh, because we went to Moscow in 2010. We went in 2011 when we won it, and it, it was called like it was called uh, World Champions League. But basically, teams that uh, went there were national champion, champions of their countries. And FIBA was in 2011 in Moscow, and uh, Slovenian National Championship as championship and Moscow uh, tournament as event. These two things were for the FIBA most, uh, how I say, most uh, from where they took these experiences and when they started 3 on 3.
0: So, what, what was the first world tour?
1: first World Tour was in 2012.
0: 2012. And, and you guys won the first World Tour?
1: No, we won second, 2013. 2012, Caguas won. Puerto Rico, guys.
0: Oh, really? But
1: uh, I think think two players from the from, uh, Puerto Rico team, because they're one of their best players, had uh, car accident, I don't know, I think one year ago. And fortunately, uh, he's not among us anymore. But they won in 2012, and the finals were in Miami. But in 2012, it was uh, harder. I mean, it was a little bit different than it's now. Now, the whole world is open. So that means you can travel to South America, playing challenger there, and be qualified for the Master in Americas. In uh, 2012, in 2013, you could only play in your region. Okay. On the master. So if you were from the Europe, you, you could play only on European master. In 2014 it was the same. Last year, they opened hmm. because it's obviously this game now it's so huge and uh, so many teams and uh, if you in order to keep quality and development. It was just a normal thing to do, to open
0: it. Yeah. When you won the championship in 2013, and then when you won it this year in 2016, how does that compare, and how is it different winning it this year as opposed to 2013?
1: I'm, I'm going to say like this. When you're not expecting uh, success like this, every every win on that level, I mean to be at, at that year on the top of the world in any sport, it's like, wow. I mean, if someone told me when I was a child that is going to be like this, I would say like, oh, no, no way. What are you talking about? You're crazy. Uh, but this year's has, how should I say, little bit more, it's more tasteful because 2013 we played well and uh, you didn't know so much these guys like you know Novi, Saad we are pretty much uh, new to each other at this point everybody knows almost everybody except the teams that are newcomers but most of the top teams we we know really well each other and uh, there is a bigger bigger competition now it's uh, it's in 2013 it was easier to win mm.
0: and
1: and uh, Everybody, I think, uh, after 2014, where where we didn't play well, uh, when we thought that uh, you don't need to practice that hard to stay on the top. But when you win it, you need to be, for the next year, twice more prepared than you were last year. Because it's always harder to to defend than to win it.
0: Now there's a target on your back and everybody's going to play their best game against you.
1: Exactly. And, we, and we, we felt that in 2014 and we didn't respond well to be, to be honest. When everybody I think thought about us as, a, as a guys who are one of the top teams, but they don't have it anymore to win it and this year we showed that we are playing probably best or best basketball ever because we realized that game has changed we always were relying on our size Mm. and we've got to move and in this game you need to move and you need to move well so this is the biggest change we made and the biggest progress we made in this year this is one thing, another thing is mental stuff Because if you are not good in your head, uh, then you cannot win it. Mm -hmm. And uh, this season was great. I mean, it wasn't like we played only this tournament. We played several tournaments on really best almost possible level. And uh, we are just happy about it. I mean, it's really uh, winning it now when the game is on so high level, when a lot of teams... All the world, when expecting this game to be on Olympic Games, is just, you know, something special. Yeah. Because when you do it once, you always can think they were lucky on that day. They had some, you know, more luck than they were smart. But when you do it twice, that's not coincidence. So we are happy, what
0: to say. I know when you're talking about changing your strategy in the way that you guys play, I noticed one thing that, that the top teams, including you guys, are really good at it, is you're really good at, at using the entire court. You're really good at making defenses chase you from one sideline to the other sideline and just wearing them down uh, really quickly. Is that strategy?
1: This strategy basically comes from uh, playing five on five because you, you have a uh, lot more players on the same uh, size of the court. It is one half, but it's still same size of the court. And you need to stretch five guys, five on five, and uh, stretching three three guys should be should be in theory easier than stretching five guys. So we are just using that. I mean, uh, for most of the teams, it's hard when they are newcomers to adopt to different tactics. On, on three on three basketball, because five on five and three three, it's really totally different things. If you, if you want to guard three on three basketball as five on five basketball, you are doomed. There is no helping here. Mm. You cannot help it. In many occasions, you are just on your own. Otherwise, good teams gonna use your, use your uh, wish to help. Because guy is going to be alone on two pointer, and here is two pointer. It's a double. It's not two three points like in five for five. It's one two. So most of the time, it's better to just let the guy lay up than getting two pointer. So it's totally different.
0: Yeah, and the other the other thing that, I, that I, I've noticed, and this is where a lot of U.S. teams really struggle with, is is that in the U.S., the, the traditional form of three-on-three three is it's more of a one-on-one game where you just you you just square exactly. up matchups and people clear out. But that doesn't work in, in FIBA three-on-three. I mean, you may score the first five points, but then you're going to get wore out really fast. And then just like that, um, you'll be down by one point, two points, and then the game's over.
1: Yes, I mean, guys just don't realize that if you want to win it because teams are good yep. quality of basketball is on tactics quality is on highest level it's only depending uh, physical abilities of the players but uh, quality of playing of the game smart using, use, what, which tactics are using here it's on the highest level so if you want to be best player playing just one on one on this imp- intensity, on this aggressiveness, you cannot play three games, one on one. That's right. No way. Yeah. And uh, this is where 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 things like uh, with this strategy, I mean, I wouldn't even call a strategy with this wish, where they where they are where they losing. Mm. And they wanted to lose if they continue to play like that. Like that. Yeah, you it's just, it's just—it's not possible to play two days like that on this level yeah. and be successful. Maybe one tournament, but not the whole season,
0: no way. Yeah. Now that three and three is getting so big, when you go places, do do you find that when you go to tournaments, people people recognize you a lot more? Because I know, I know, like when. When I watch, I watch three on three on YouTube, I never miss a world tour event and I try to catch as many challengers that are live streamed. And so like when I, when I see the world players, I know who, they're, who they are and it's exciting to see you guys. And so do you find when you go places, are you finding more and more fans?
1: It's definitely different than it was on, on the beginning. Uh, basketball community is huge community. And uh, of course we are for now most known in basketball community. So the guys, the people uh, who are following basketball and who are following three on three, of course they know about us. And depend on the countries. As you know, on Philippines everybody are crazy on basketball. In some countries more, in some countries less. But definitely three on three is spreading really fast. So it is, there is a big difference uh, from 2013, 2012, and now in 2016, almost 2017.
0: So what's training like for you? Like what, what, what would be your normal training schedule?
1: Pretty much is, we can have like three days of practicing. Of, of course, if we are, for example, we go to Japan, we are coming back on Monday. Then you need, or, or on Sunday, you need one day for uh, regeneration. I mean, to be again uh, uh, rested. And then we have like three days before you go on next tournament. So pretty much we use two days for playing uh, with our friends, with our guys uh, that are playing first division in Slovenia. Uh, and during play we also stopping game on some details to tell look this was wrong we need to do like this and this i mean we constantly seek to improve certain things and you can only improve it by practicing mm-hmm. i mean only playing it's fun it's always great to play but if you want to improve these details which are uh, can distinguish you from the good and really best teams, you need to go to the details. And uh, this is is our goal. This is part where we want to be better in next year. Because when I watch our games, I can always see things where we can improve our movement, why we stop there. Yes, many times you don't do certain things because you are already a little bit tired. So one thing is being really physically prepared because this is the basic thing to do. Without that you cannot, moving well and everything. And then to to get this feeling, this automatic thing during game, not to think what to do now, but just to do it.
0: When you train the physical aspect of it, do you do you train more for the strength or the endurance, or do you find a good balance in awesome. between?
1: Two things. One, it's playing on the same on the same uh, uh, circumstances as on the on, on the court, as on the games. So twelve twelve uh, seconds shot clock using because if you're not using it, you don't have the 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 same. Uh, Same thing as uh, on the games, and another part is uh, working for power for strength.
0: Hmm.
1: And pretty much these these uh, practices are like with weight, with uh, your your self weight, and uh, doing it, you know, like bam, 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 bam. Okay. Uh, Trying trying to keep the same circumstances like on the court because. For example, we're running ten kilometers, because we are not going to do it on the court.
0: So it's need, more you know,
1: like bam, bam, bam.
0: It's more fast quick spurts moves, of energy, quick,
1: uh, power for the power, and of course, you know, exercises for um, for uh, explosiveness, you know, for quick moves and playing, of course, mm-hmm. shooting like normal, normal thing to do in basketball. I mean, pretty much we. We are using the same technique as we were doing it, like on five on five. So that means analyze opponents, to go to the details. What you will do against every opponent, we have another tactics. So with one one team, do a lot of helping. In some in some uh, in some uh, circumstances, uh, with some with some other teams, we went. Depend against who who you play and. Uh, Depend on the teams. Hmm. So, tactics uh, practicing on the court is the pretty much the same thing as we are as we were doing professionally five on five, and uh, we add this power strength uh, uh, thing in fitness with a coach and uh, explosive moves during whole season. We used to do it five on five and before, like you know, like before season, and we forgot to, to do in it during season. Because your strength is going to go down if you are if you don't maintain it during the season. Mm. So both of these things are really important to do all the time. Because you need power obviously. I mean me as a as a smallest guy in my team, many times I'm against players who are like, you know, one hundred fifteen kilograms and you need to stop these guys for four or five seconds and you need to be strong for that. Just let them do what they want. So yeah, strength and uh, basketball and playing, details, shooting, this is it.
0: Who do you you think is your biggest rival in three-on-three?
1: I will say like this. The biggest problem for ourselves are our heads. Yeah. This is the biggest problem. I'm not going to... I, I mean, maybe this sounds like, you know, like, wow, they think they are the best possible players ever. But the really biggest issue here is uh, to maintain focus and concentration during whole game. Hmm. And we managed to do that on this, this finals. Because you have a lot of players who can shoot, who can score, who can really play good one-on-one, who can play good defense. I mean, who can play really, really well. But this tiny, tiny thing about mental stuff, it's crucial, not, not, to, not to deal with the rest, not to deal with some things that uh, you don't find it okay during game. Because if you, if you are dealing with this, you are losing your focus. And this, this was the probably biggest problem for us in the last two years and also, of course, movement on the court. And if you ask me about top teams, you have like at least five teams. I mean, honestly, if you don't play on highest level right now, you can lose against 20 teams for sure. Mm. Because everybody will use that if you are not on your highest level. But I can always say that, you know, Novi Sad is one of the best teams, that's for sure, because they move well, because they know how to, how to move and everything. I would also say Piran is one of the best teams because of their movement, and they're also smart guys. I mean, these Hamamatsu guys, I like them. They started to play this year, and they are smart guys, they know how to play. And I think they, they will be even better Mm-hmm. If they will put uh, more effort to it, uh, for Chicago, for example, they are really good athletes. Athletes, uh, that's for sure. They can jump, they can shoot. That's not a problem. The only issue is for them is to play as a team. It's one on one. Because, for example, yeah, one on one, and also in defense. If you if you watch their games, when they play. Uh, when opponent play pick and roll, they are just uh, going down, like, you know, like uh, really slow, big centers, and they are not that slow. Mm-hmm. So they don't switch immediately. They don't do do it well in defense. And mm-hmm. everybody's using them. I mean, for sure, I'm going to shoot if I can have a little space. So it's on them how good they can be. Yep. Uh, but as I said, they have physical abilities and if they manage to be better in tactics and as a team they can be really dangerous mm. if not got, they, they will be just one of the teams yep. uh, and I would say also that this, not, not because we won it, but these finals all teams uh, with the exception of Gdansk they played without Hicks, their best player, yeah. and St. was also played without Pablo, their best player. If these two players were with their teams, you cannot say for one team on these finals that this team is bad, or this team will not win any game. Mm. I mean, it was just so, I mean, now it's great because we won it, but, all 12 teams were really good teams they had success this year so you really now at this point you need to be on on your best level in order to to win anything
0: yeah so how many tournaments do you play in a season
1: we've played around 20 tournaments
0: how many challengers do you play Uh, around seven around seven challengers okay when when do you start mapping out your twenty seventeen schedule and start planning out where you're gonna go? Do you wait for FIBA to, to help you out with that? Uh, honestly, we are
1: waiting for schedule. We need to wait for the FIBA's uh, mm. schedule. We will travel again a lot, and especially we are looking forward to come to your cha- to your to your challenger again. <laughs> it was. It was uh, Awesome. It was awesome time last time, although we didn't win it. But <laughs> this year, next year, we hope we're going to win it again.
0: So mark your calendars. May 13 and 14 is going to be our challenger date. 13, 14, May. Yeah, we always look forward to having you guys because you are the best in the world. And it's, uh, it's always exciting to see you guys play.
1: No, no, no. Now it's official, thank you. (laughs) It's official.
0: Are there any last thoughts that you'd like to to tell people that are going to listen to this podcast?
1: I will say only this. Follow this game because this game is going to be one of the greatest. I mean, I'm not going to say game. I'm going to say sport, although it's still basketball. But this discipline of basketball is going to be one of the greatest events in in the sports in the years to come. I'm sure of it, not because we are playing it and everything because but because I can see uh, how people are reacting to this and i'm always I'm always asking people uh, who are not involved in, into basketball and they went to event to events of trilogy basketball and they, I never met a person who said i don 't like it, mm. so it's going to be a huge thing in years to come definitely it's already and it's going to be much more people, I'm sure
0: of it. And it's a very young sport. There's a, a lot of sports yes. have uh, have reached their plateau, but basketball still has exponential growth.
1: It's, it's amazing how basketball connects people. And it, for me, it's also amazing this three-on-three community. It's so healthy. It's So, I mean, with the guys from other teams on the court, of course we are opponents. There is no love. When you are on the court, mm-hmm. but off the court, we are such great friends. There is always love. There is always high vibe, and uh, it's it's just uh, so great to be part of it. You feel you feel alive. I mean, it's it's awesome.
0: It allows all the young players out there to still have a dream, and and uh, if they if they yes. keep playing with the FIBA ranking system, you can you can achieve success. You can make it.
1: Yes. It's only It's depending on you Nobody nobody else
0: I really appreciate you taking the time To talk to the World Hoops podcast Fans out today My and,
1: Thank you
0: um, we, we really enjoy you, Bliana And can't wait to watch you play n- next weekend And uh, congratulations On the, the World Tour Championship And MVP
1: Thank you so much, you're so kind My regards to everybody And uh, have a nice day
0: Thank you for taking the time to listen to this World Hoops podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode with Yasmin. If you'd like to contact World Hoops, you can contact me at dot at hoopscom We'd love to hear from you, and we hope you have a good day.